0: Have you ever bought a car, Rachel?
1: My dad has bought me a car.
0: Welcome to Watching Trees Grow, a podcast by Troutwood. I'm Gene Natalie, CEO and co-founder of Troutwood. I started this company because I believe in the power of financial literacy. And I host this podcast because I believe that sharing knowledge is one of the best learning tools. We had a question come from a classroom that we're going to answer in today's episode. The question comes from chapter five, of the missing second semester. How much more does a $13,000 car cost than a $10,000 car cost for an 18-year-old high school senior? Joining me today is, is a colleague of mine at Troutwood. Rachel, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Gene. Thanks for
1: having me on today.
0: Thanks for being on. Rachel, when you saw this question, and Rachel, when you send an email into Troutwood's mailbag, Rachel sees them. Uh, And Rachel, when we received this question, you specifically said, Gene, we've got to do an episode. Why is that?
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's because, you know, usually the questions we get in the mailbag are something about, you know, an app not working or finding a bug, but this one really showcased what our users are looking for in terms of um you know, those money questions that really matter. And, you know, looking at it face value, I think all of us are going to say it's an easy question to answer. But when I heard the way you answered it, I was kind of, you know, shocked. It wasn't what I expected. And I'm still honestly not super sure that I believe you.
0: How come you don't believe me?
1: Gene? you're very trustworthy, but I'm not a finance major. So when you throw a bunch of numbers at me, um, I kind of need it broken down a little better.
0: What, what was your major, Rachel?
1: Speech language pathology.
0: All right. And we're kind of teasing, we're g- and we're going to walk through this example, but based on you saying you don't believe it, if I'm in the audience right now, if I'm a student listening to this, it's probably a bigger number than I'm thinking. When I see the question on the screen, how much more does a $13,000 cart cost than a $10,000 car cost?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Much bigger number to my
0: surprise. Big enough that it is hard to believe. I- I'll actually agree with Rachel here, um, and I- I've done this example a lot of times. Uh, it-, it is real. Uh, we might be off by a decimal point, or maybe that the number is not precise here. Uh, we're certainly using historical uh, numbers to forecast the future. Rachel, should we dive in? Should we should we walk into this example?
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's drive in.
0: And we are. I like that. Um, so, teachers, <laughs> as we drive in, I'm going to ask for an assist. We're going to do this example pretty quick. It's a real life example. Pause this episode if you're using this in the classroom, and have your students get out to Kelly Blue Book or you know go to Ford if they're Ford F150 lovers like I am, and pick two cars. Work the opportunity cost. Um, Rachel's going to hold me accountable. If, if, if uh, this example we get lost, she's going to pull me back, but we'll pause this episode at any point And let's work through it. I'm going to jump to an assumption. And that assumption is that you're going to buy the $10,000 car. Now that we understand that the terminology here, um, I'm just going to say, Rachel, you're buying the $10,000 car. We're gonna look at what that means.
1: Yeah, you convinced me so far.
0: Excellent. And how much, let me see, let me see if we're, test you. How much per month are you going to be spending now?
1: 189 instead of the 245.
0: And you walked onto the auto dealer's lot expecting to spend 245, correct?
1: Yeah, that's what I, that's what I budgeted that I would be able to spend. Um, So we'll see.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm going to jump to now, what do you do with that extra $56? You'd budgeted for 245. Hey, shopping for cars is fun. You were you excited about this. So I've got to get you excited about spending less than you went in expecting to spend.
1: So I'm not getting fancy floor mats is what it sounds like.
0: You might have to, to find them secondhand. Okay. So opportunity cost is the value of what you give up by making the purchase. So for everyone who's already hard set on buying the $13,000 car, you don't have this option that Rachel now has because she bought the $10,000 car and with her $56, it's going to open a Roth IRA and invest in the S&P 500. Educators, uh, an assist right there. If you wanna pause, you know, do some homework assignments on what that means. I'm gonna be very brief. The S&P 500 is a stock market index that tracks the performance of the 500 largest companies in the United States. Uh, good classroom assignment, Google Warren Buffett, Uh, who each year says one of the best investment choices a young person can make is buying the S&P 500. What does that mean in terms of the dollars in your pockets? The average annual return for the S&P 500 going back to 1926 is 10 to 11%. That's a big deal. I have a challenge. I've got to get Rachel excited about buying this $10,000 car when she had her heart set on buying the $13,000 car here's how I'm going to do it. And we're going to only focus on this single day, this single decision. When we're buying that $10,000 car, we're going to assume 18 years old, dead broke. So our starting amount is zero.
1: That sounds Um, about right.
0: And Rachel, how many years are we going to borrow for this car?
1: I think you've told me not to go over five. And I'm pretty sure that if you told me, they tell me seven that I'm getting scammed. So I'm going to stick with five.
0: Spot on, spot on. So I'm going to put five in the example here. Five years to save, starting dead broke. The rate of return of the S&P, we're going to go to the 10. Even though Google said 10 to 11%, we're going to go with 10. And Rachel, you had mentioned that you had budgeted for the 245 but i convinced you to spend 189 which gives you $56 a month of now extra cash in your budget.
1: Okay. I'm still I'm still on track for now.
0: All right, let's click calculate then. So remember, Rachel is a one-time decision. We're not talking about how much coffee you're drinking any morning, we're not talking about how you spend your weekends or how much mini golf you play. We're just getting this one decision right and that $56 a month would put $4,322 in your pocket after five years, which is the conclusion of the auto loan. So you now own your vehicle and you have called $4,000 in your Roth IRA. How's that sound? It
1: sounds better than nice floor mats. Uh, that's for sure.
0: Because, that's because the alternative was you bought the $13,000 car and at the end of five years, just own that $13,000 car because you didn't have any extra in the budget for saving.
1: Okay. But now that I don't have a car payment, I could start also putting in what I used to be paying towards my car. Since I paid it off now, right? I could put in even more.
0: That's a, um, hold that thought, Rachel. We will model that. I'm going to first show what happens if you don't do that. If you don't make a good money choice for the rest of your life, But you do keep this four thousand three hundred twenty-two dollars in your Roth IRA in the S and P five hundred, and we'll say it's because you had a great personal finance teacher in high school who showed you this example. So our eighteen-year-old who bought the car is twenty-three years old at the conclusion of the auto loan has four thousand three hundred twenty-two dollars in their Roth IRA, and so Rachel, if you're twenty-three, for easy math, we're going to say that you work till seventy. Um, and that you don't spend a, don't have any extra, extra money. What do you think of that number on the screen, Rachel? It's $381,000 in that Roth IRA all because of this single money choice.
1: Wait, this is if I don't put anything else in that is just from the five years that I put in my extra from car payment.
0: Correct. Yep. That's just that one time decision. The $56 a month for five years.
1: Wow. I'm a little speechless, to be honest. Um, $381,000 is probably more than I plan to make in 10 years, just salary-wise. That's crazy, Gene.
0: And you made me curious, Rachel. So as we wrap up this example, I am going to... You had said, but now that I'm done, I still have that $56. So I'm just curious... What happens if we do that? That's pretty cool, Rachel. So if you commit to, you know, keeping that $56 in your budget, in your Roth IRA, buying the S&P 500 with the disclosure, the S&P 500 performs in the future like it has for the past 100 years. That's kind of an exciting number.
1: That's almost a million.
0: No. I can Teachers,
1: become a millionaire because you I could, bought the right car.
0: Well, look, what if we just make it like $57? Look, we did it. The difference between saving $56 or $57 a month. Teacher, students, these are examples that you can personalize to your own lives. uh, Model, plan. Uh, What we want to do is introduce the concept of getting individual money choices correct and purchasing our first vehicle is oftentimes the first or second biggest money decision we make. Thank you for tuning in to Watching Trees Grow, a podcast by Troutwood.